You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Well, welcome back. This is Joe Rutten. And I'm Heather Carroll. And you're listening to Real Presence Live, coming at (laughs) you from Yankton, South Dakota, the campus of Mount Marty College. And I'm telling you, I've I've been jacked up for this one for a long time. I have one of my colleagues in the theology philosophy department joining us here uh, for her first time, I believe. Well, she's uh, been begging to get she, on. Oh, she has been. <laughs> she's just been like sending emails, calling. Like, Being ignored. When am I going to get on? When am I going to get <laughs> it's on? It's my turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, this is fantastic. We've got Sister Terry Lafferty. Uh, here and uh, Sister Terry, uh, why don't you go ahead? You only have about uh, two and a half million people out there uh, listening, uh, and as you said, that's five million ears. Yeah. So, <laughs> so. <laughs> Sister, hello everybody. Sister, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I was originally born and raised in Philadelphia. And I w- I'm a product of 12 years of Catholic school education. Nice. I had a nun in every single grade. No way. Way. Totally cool. Were they all uh, Dominicans? Were they, they all were Benedictines? All, uh, were they the all? The first eight years were Sisters Servants of the Immaculate Heart of Mary out of Immaculata, Pennsylvania. Gotcha. And the last four years, high school, we had, I bet, seven or eight different communities teaching in our really? high school. Wow. Really? That's fantastic. So it was pretty neat. I had a lot of exposure East to East Coast, life. maybe, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. Philadelphia. I love it. Love it. City of brotherly love. Sisters up in that crib, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I went to undergraduate at University of Penn, received a degree, uh, ba- bachelor's and master's <coughs> from Penn, of bachelor's in American civilization, which basically translates to colonial history. Gotcha. And a master's in ec- education. I, my, my hope was to teach high school history. Oh, absolutely. That is the one thing in my life I have not yet done. <laughs> <laughs> The Lord works in mysterious ways. He certainly does. So I I did teach in grade schools in Philly. um, And then I I moved on as I saw that I, you know, the Catholic Church doesn't pay all that well. Right. (laughs) What? So I said, well, we might have to pay some bills someday. So I moved on into an insurance company and I started to go to St. Charles Seminary, which is the diocesan seminary for Philadelphia, to get a master's in theology because I was interested in sacred scripture. Hmm. And so after I graduated from the seminary, uh, I was teaching adults in the Camden Diocese that would be in New Jersey. Right. And every time I get my lessons together, I'd come up with more questions. So I went back to the seminary and I told my favorite professor there and she said, well, there's really only one way that you can get these answers and have them ready, readily available to you. You need a doctorate. And I said, yeah, right. <laughs> So it it took me about five years to think about it, pray about it, figure out how is this going to work. But I then went to the, I heard the was an important (laughs) word today, the Catholic University of America. Shout out CUA! for, For a doctorate in sacred scripture. And I taught then at Catholic for two years after I received my degree. And then I came to Mount Marty eight years ago. Oh. 
And two years later, I entered the monastery. Wow. Yes. So now I am so a So you came as a fa scripture faculty yes. theology. You're teaching scripture yes, here. Yes, I was a laywoman. And discerned yep. into the sponsoring organization, the Sacred Heart Sisters yes. of... Yes. I love it. I see. And here I thought she just skipped that part of her story. No. No, no, no that was the last later. part of the That's story. That's wonderful. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. And so when I joined, you were in your uh, uh, year... My novitiate your year. Your novitiate year. Yes. And so you just entered into full... Uh, I made temporary vows August a year ago. Right. right. So I am I have about two and a half more years of that. That's outstanding. And wow. So Well, sister, we uh, we could do we have to have you on again so we can get more of your story because mm -hmm. if you're from Philadelphia, I'm sure you got lots of good <laughs> stories. Uh, oh yes. So let's we're jump we're just diving right in here. So mm -hmm. we're going to take a little break here in just a minute. Uh, uh, but the Bible, right? So we're going to talk. We want we want you to share with us. It's like the number one selling book of all time, right? It's mm -hmm. this great thing, but like uh, there's a read? lot of us. Uh, well, it gets dust. I know that it collects dust. I, 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 we always had that one that you folded open and you put on that little wood stand. <laughs> yes. That little arch. And then it would sit in your living room, but like nobody ever read the thing. The only way you dusted you know? it is to turn the page. Right, right. <laughs> so what is this book, the Bible? Tell you know, If you're talking to a novice or somebody that was Catholic that doesn't read the thing, what is it? Okay, I, I, I want you to first think of it's, it's not a novel. This is not something we try to read cover to cover. Gotcha. That is not the way it was written. It's not the way it's intended to be read. It's not a do-it-yourself manual. You, you need to rely, especially at first, on some Catholic experts who can help you figure out what it is you're reading. Hmm. And then most of all is remember that it's not just one book. It's 73 books right. between two covers. Right. And so mm -hmm. when I teach my students, I try to give them just one book at a time rather than dumping 1,500 pages on them and saying, here, read this, Yeah, because they won't know where to begin. That's a project that some people have been looking to continue to do. I think there's the Navarre Bible series, mm -hmm. and there's some other out there. They're getting, they're, yeah, so is to get it one, one at a time instead mm -hmm. of yes. 73. Yes, and that way they're, you know, they're printed pocket size. So you, they're easily portable. You can travel with them. You can pull it out of your purse or your, your school bag at any point and just read a few pass, few chat, uh, a few, few passages, passages in, and then there's a commentary right there with it to help you to figure out what right. it is that you're reading. Right. Absolutely. So what are these books that you're talking about? Say the name again. These the, books? These smaller books. Where do oh, you get oh, them and okay. how do you get them? So they're the Little Rock Bible Study by Liturgical Press okay. prints one book at a time. Okay. Uh, the 23rd Publications does the Threshold Bible Study. Um, and there, there are lots of commentaries out there. So if you want to stick with your own Bible, like if you look at my Bible, I've, I've got lots of colors and writing and things mm -hmm. in the margin because I'm reading other books and writing into my Bible. So the next time I read it, it's there. So there, there are a lot of uh, commentaries out there that are not necessarily like liturgical press or 23rd publications. But those two are the, the two I know of right off the top of my head. Those are really good series. Mm -hmm. And a good way to get started. If you've never um, picked up your Bible just to sit down and read it. Right. It and I like find right, and I find the commentary, like uh, when I did my master's program, um, 
there is it Scott Hahn and some some people were just coming out with a new one volume type of an approach mm-hmm. and they are mixing it up between New Testament Old Testament and everybody's like just waiting for the, them to like all invest in but there's like six authors doing this and yeah. but what I found is that when I had one book at a time it it, it, it focused my singularity study of that particular text mm-hmm. and then it also offered the commentaries in there too sure. and the commentaries is where I find all the magic partly because I like history but yeah. it gives much more context and sure. it gives insights into the language and the meaning of what it is right in the reading. historical background we don't know what it is like to have lived 2000 years ago and that's very and, important to know yes and so these commentaries can point things out that we read it we understood what we read but then we didn't see it the way the an expert can point like it how out. much a denarii is yes yeah yes yes yeah well unfortunately that's all the time we have for you no way. Isn't that nuts? It went that quick? I know. No way. I think every guest we've had on this morning, we could have on for Oh, we got to have Sister back. I had back. so much more to say. Sister, you got to come know. back. You got to come back. All right, but so we got to make Sister the top. We've got a good start on how to get started reading our Bibles. But coming up next, we're going to hear from Andrew Sullivan out in Rapid City and his journey towards the priesthood. We're broadcasting live from Mount Marty College in Yankton, South Dakota. I'm Heather Carroll. And I'm Joe Rutten. And you're turned into... You are tuned in to Real Presence Live. We'll be right back. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. 